It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you can be here tonight with us for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. have questions or comments, call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. And once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to listen to the prompts and press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome, Survivor fans. Happy Manic Monday. I'm Cherry Garcia. This is the Rad Reality Show. It's November 26, 2018, and I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving with family and friends. But it's Monday again, so we're back with another Manic Monday show with host Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. Michelle always has incredible special guests every Monday night, and tonight she's doing a Survivor Night. So she got the very 
best guest possible. This guest has played Survivor three times. She was the winner in Pearl Islands and in Heroes vs. Villains and was the highest placing former winner in Survivor Game Changers. Of course, I'm talking about the amazing Sandra Diaz-Twine. We'll find out what she's been up to lately and then get her opinion on the current season, Survivor David vs. Goliath. This is Survivor's 37th season, and they are still so successful at keeping us coming back for more by having a winning combination of themes, twists, and great casting. They've already made it past the merge Um, in this current season. So alliances are still in play, but basically it's every man or woman for themselves right now. So do you like the new twist in the game? Do you already have a favorite to win picked out? As always, we invite our listeners to participate in our show. So click on our link to listen and join us in our live chat room or call in at 1-347-237-5506 to chat with Michelle and Sandra on air. If you do call in, make sure to press the number one key on your phone once you're on our switchboard. That kind of lets us know that you're ready to join us on air and you're not just listening to our show from our switchboard while you're maybe driving home from work or cooking dinner or working out at the gym or whatever you might be doing that's keeping you from being with us in our chat room. Now, I'm going to bring up our host, Michelle Costa, and get it started in here. Hi, Michelle. How are you, and how was your Thanksgiving? Hello, cherry pie. Oh, <laughs> I can't think of eating. I, after, right after I said pie, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm still so full. <laughs> I cannot even tell you. I shoved so much food in my face, and never mind the leftover shoving. Overs galore. Happy Manic Monday, everybody. Hello, my cherry pie. My Thanksgiving was really good. A lot of eating, passing out, eating, drinking, passing out. You know, a little bit of both, (laughs) a little bit of a mix. Oh, my God. I had even some stuffing a little while ago, and I was like, oh, my God. I don't think I can do it anymore. That's it. It's done. trip to fan <laughs> Dick fork of me. I am done. No more freaking Portuguese stuff, and I can't. I wound and, uh, up with a little getting the stomach virus <laughs> on Tuesday. No, no. And I was so sick. Yes, first time ever. I was so sick on Thanksgiving. Oh, it was horrible. Were horrible. Just, it was the like, worst did you time. Stay in bed, or get... did you get to like eat anything? At all. Ugh. Especially when you're sick, you don't have those taste buds, you know, like your taste buds yeah, are like. it was. Oh, it was horrible. Ugh. I don't even want to tell you about it. it was are bad. you feeling better? You sound good. I am better today. I'm just sort of starting to, like, regain all of my, my taste and all that. So, yeah. Well, the thing about Thanksgiving food is that it's actually better when you have it as leftovers. So hopefully you were able to shove your face with some food. I'm hoping. Yeah. For Rich well, to um, step in and cook some what things. What did Rich have to do? <laughs> Uh-oh, he, he stepped up? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he, yeah he, he's such a sweetheart. He's so good. Can we multiply yeah. uh, Rich, please? Can we just... <laughs> Make many of rich riches in the world, please. Thank you. He's a good guy. He's a keeper. (laughs) Yes, he is. Thank you, Rich. So Rich was holding out the kitchen for it. Well, I'm sure he did a great job. Um, We hope that all of you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving and spent, you know, time with your family and friends. And I know you guys did, like, the Friendsgiving. And then a lot of you people have big families. You have spread it out so you guys probably still did thanksgiving this weekend so um i hope you all had a great holiday and it's the starting the commencing of the next few weeks of getting prepared for 
Christmas and New Year's and all that kind of good stuff. But I do want to say happy birthday to my mom, who's going to celebrate her birthday on Thursday. Um, so happy birthday, Mama Costa. And then I also want to say I have a Kevin update, everybody. I repeat, I have a Kevin update. So we all know we've been following Kevin on his um, journey. Um, he found out he had cancer. Um, we had his events last weekend. Um, his surgery was today. I actually um, had a message response from his daughter. Uh, they must have seen the message I sent him because I just was checking up on him, wanted to see how he was doing. Um, I don't know which daughter it was. I just know that said, this is one of Kevin's daughters and, uh, said that he's in recovery right now. Um, surgery went well. Thank you, Jesus. And, um, if he were to be responding to me right now, but he wasn't, he was sleeping, that he would send me a lot of mojos. So she sent me a lot of hearts because Kevin's thing is it's not emojis, it's mojos. He did tweet, um. I don't know if I can get back. Um, he did tweet once since he's been out of recovery, though. Oh, cool. Um, cool. Yeah, I just got this update maybe like 20 minutes ago, so he must be resting. But it's all good news, people. Very positive news. I mean, just to be in recovery, waking up, and he's already on social media. Perfect. I know. That's what I would like to hear. So glad to hear that he was already, you know, responding and and he said, well, I'm 12 hours from surgery. I'm now at the point that I just want to get over, get it over with. I'm going to fight and then spend my time educating people about the importance of routine checkup and understanding early is the key. Thank you all so much for the support. Love you all. All right. Well, Surgery's done. He's in recovery. Now it's the next steps, Cherry, right? Yeah. The next step. So I think it's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, whatever his doctor thinks is best. So we'll we'll find out. We'll get an update. Um, But the best thing right now is for him to rest. Just want to give you guys all an update. Um, I was thinking about this the other day and I'm like, oh my God, me and Cherry have not done a survivor show yet because we've just had like, you know, with Kevin, of course we, you know, you know, things like that can be pushed to the side. Um, but then we had like the big brother cast cause they had just got out and I'm like, oh my God, we haven't done a survivor. And like David and Goliath is such a good season. Oh my God. So good. So I said, it has been, how can I, I'm like, how can I make up for that lost time? Right, Cherry? So I was like, hmm. And well, the, you then all of a sudden, did. my crown gave me a little, <laughs> like, tug. And I'm like, Portuguese princess of Providence, your your princess crown is tugging at you. And I was like, <gasps> who would be better than that be the queen of Survivor? And we know who the queen of Survivor is, okay? Amen. Put some sugar on that. Amen. And she's so on the switchboard now. Oh, listen, listen, listen. All I know is that she better have brought us some of that Tampa weather, okay? Because I brought her some fluff. So we'll talk all about that. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys out there, if you do, do want to call in, it's 347-237-5506. Make sure you guys have your question ready to go. Um, Before I bring her up, the deal, I just I'm very say clean. happy birthday to Judd. Happy birthday, Judd. Birthday oh, today. yeah, Judd. Yeah. Yes, Judd. It's your birthday. Um, so you guys make sure if you do call in, press one, because if not, you you drive cherry nuts. We don't want cherry nuts. Listen, we want <laughs> cherry pies, not cherry nuts. Okay, cherry pie. <laughs> Let's bring up our guest. Oh, yeah, yeah, I feel like we should have big trumpets. <laughs> so royal. <laughs> I don't know. You think something like. That would do. Yeah. Why not? Why okay. not? All right. Let's bring her up. We have the amazing Sandra Diaz Twine with us right now. Thank you so much for calling in, Sandra. How are you? 
I'm doing wonderful. I really like the trumpets better. <laughs> I really felt like royalty. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. And I want to say happy birthday to Mama Costa because I was listening and that I'm glad Kevin is in recovery now. So that's good news. Yes, it is such good news. And that's what it, I Thanks for bringing it up because, you know, we are a big family and I know you're very involved in social media and, you know, you're always like kind of like posting here and posting there and, you know, you're, you're in good with a lot of the people. So when you hear somebody is going through something, you know, it's always good to be able to kind of just let them know that you're there and you're, you're thinking about them. It's just a support. Um, so we are very happy to hear that Kevin is on a road to recovery. That's all we can ask for. Um, my trumpet wasn't that that good. It could have been like like a that sounded like a an inflated trumpet. <laughs> no, it's but you know really I do because I've never had trumpets. I've never had them before. So you were the first, and you did a good job. I really enjoyed them. Moving forward, I'm going to have okay. to tell everybody else they better have their trumpets ready. Ah, uh, see that people? <laughs> now you guys, uh, you guys better have stepped up your trumpet game. Yeah, they got to okay. stay up Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, first off, Queen, I got a little bone to pick with you. You don't think my pancakes are fluffy enough? Oh, you know what it is that I like fluffy pancakes? And when I make my first pancake, if it still isn't fluffy enough, then I go back and add more more mix, more um, Aunt Jemima. And, yeah, um, that's, those and, are Aunt Jemima, so by the way. I try to make them fluffier, <laughs> yeah. So if I get a if my first pancake is super skinny, my husband gets it. If the second pancake is super skinny, he gets the second one until I get the right <laughs> amount of fluff. You know, like the IHOP pancakes, they always have a little bit of fluff. But yeah, girl, the color was good, but they were skinny. Mm. Mm. But so I like them like that. They were good, and and I added a special. Um, I used Portuguese butter instead, so I put um, some Portuguese uh-huh. butter, and I and I let it just melt a little bit while it was still on the pan, uh-huh. so it kind of soaked into the pancake, and then I drizzled it, you know, up because it was, they were Aunt Jemima, so I had to drizzle it with a little Aunt Jemima um, um, syrup on top. Yeah. Uh huh. They were good, and then you know what else I had with it? I had a little a, a nice wow. mimosa. Mimosa. A little champagne. Oh, that's good, girl. It takes me back to the Pearl Islands when I had that breakfast with the mimosa, um, uh, with mm. Rupert and not with Rupert, uh, with Fairplay and uh, Lil. And I think I had mimosa too at the final four with uh, in Heroes and Villains, but I can't remember. But I know that Jeff brought us mimosa that one morning in in, mm. in the Pearl Islands. That must have been the best mimosa ever. <laughs> it was that, that was, was my first introduction to mimosa because I'm really not a drinker and never had been. But let me tell you, that was the best mimosa. But at the same time, too, you're hungry, you're thirsty, and anything is good, you know, to get that in your taste buds. So that was the best mimosa I ever had in my whole entire yum. life. Yum, yum, yum. I love it. Well, I appreciate you joining us here, Manic Monday. We're very excited to have you. Um, I noticed you are were in some sunny weather yesterday. Um, is Florida your your hometown? I mean, your home state. Are you always in nice sunny weather? Is that where you no, live in um, all the time? No, we've only been Beautiful here since no, we've only been here since um, May because my husband got stationed at the Air Force Base. Um, but okay. North Carolina is my home, Fayetteville. So right now it's a little bit windy and a little bit chilly there. There's no snow like my my family up north in Connecticut and New York. Um, but mm-hmm. here it was it was like 90 yesterday. So in the mornings oh. it's kind of breezy. So when I walk the dogs at 6:30 because it's daylight saving. So now it's really like dark at 5:30 at night. You you can't even see your hand in front of your face. So I have to get up early to walk my dogs early. And so I wear like uh, long sleeves and maybe some sweatpants. But then within an hour, forget it. It's back to shorts, tank tops, flip flops. That's it. Girl, you know how cold it was up here on Thanksgiving. We were in the single digits in Rhode Island. Your family must have been I'm telling not even you, jealous. like, mm. you can have it. You can have that snow. Why do you think all these snowbirds? They call them snowbirds. Why do you think all these people come down here? They're tired of the cold. They feel it in their bones. I'm a snowbird, but I got some bad GPS, girl. I just keep going. I got a broken wing. I fly around in a circle. There I am. 
Just mm-mm, circling Rhode Island. Mm-mm. I'll come down and visit you, though. I'll come down yeah, and I'll yeah, be a, you got a live, You know what? I'll come walk, walk you around Florida and just be a walking live trumpet. Oh, Everywhere yeah, yeah, you walk, work. you're going to have no, trumpet. No, because I, I work Monday through Friday, so that's not going to work. So I, you can only do that on the weekends, really, when I get out of the house. Okay. I have the week off. Perfect. All right. Well, yeah, I'm going to work on the trumpets. Yes, I'm going to come on down. i got to come down anyway because my, my niece just had a baby, so I'm a great aunt. Um, the baby is oh, wow. one month old, Naya, so i got to go visit her. But she's down in Boynton Beach, so that's not near you. I don't know where that's at. Like, I'd have to look on the map. It's near Boca Raton. I just know I just know how to go from Tampa back home to North Carolina and back to Tampa, and that's it. That's right. I'll find you. You're near, you're near Casey Turner, uh, the banana man from Big Brother um, 11. He's, he's down in, uh, he's down in uh, Tampa. So I'll have to come visit you guys. Oh, okay, I'll send them a message because I saw him at um, Give Kids the World at well at yes. Hearts of Reality, but yes. I didn't. I didn't. We didn't talk about Florida. I I only got up there for one day. I was only able to go um, for one day for twenty four hours, and then it, I had to come back home. So I wasn't there long. So I didn't really get to chat it up with everybody like I usually do. So well, you're gonna have to chat it up with him now. He lives right on the water. Oh, oh dang! Yeah, now I really got to catch up with you. <laughs> you do, you do. Um, so, let's talk about. First off, thank you so much for being the queen of Survivor. We 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 love you. We adore you. I just know not to put my sugar around you. But um, would you ever go back, like again, to just grace us with your presence on some island somewhere if they asked you? Of course. Of course. As yeah. a matter of fact, when I said that the other day, someone said that they read somewhere where I said definitely not. And I was like, that's a damn lie because I've never said no. So um, you I hear that people would, especially. Yeah. Especially if they do a legend season, like, come on, I got to go out there, you know. She um, said legend. So, you and better then Jeff, go. I guess, <laughs> yeah. And then Jeff said um, not too long ago, too, that. He wouldn't do an all winners, and and I also said, you know, when people started messaging me like, oh my God, Sandra Jeff Probe said no winner season, and I'm like, better for me. That means no one will ever have a chance at tying my record. Like I'm not upset about it. I'm happy about it. You know actually. what I've learned though? Whenever they say never, that's like the next thing that's gonna happen. How do you never say oh, never? Yeah. You don't <laughs> know in reality TV, right? Am I right? Like yeah, yeah. But but nobody would tie true, your record. Would you would just be go. third, three-time winner, third-time winner, three. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, it, it, if they'd let me get that far, but you know, me knowing me and me knowing them and me, you know, even if I was out there, I'd go after me. So you know, it's it's just gonna keep on happening. But Sandra, but this is what could be possible. You could find like five idols, you could then find three idol nullifiers, you could find an uh, advantage of stopping someone's vote or taking someone's vote and then making your vote like two times. If you found every single damn kind of idol thing in there, then you could have a good chance. <laughs> oh, yeah, that I'm not debating. But you know what, like 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 they said and like they show, you know, those idols and those advantages, they're tricky. Like, you got to play that stuff right because most of the time, a higher percentage, you, you'll play it wrong versus playing it right. But these Davids, they've been lucky that they've played it right, and I think it's because collectively they're working as a unit. And so everyone, you know, puts it all out there. They do their homework as to what can happen, how they can play them correctly to get full advantage and for it to work out right. So I think that's the in playing them wrong when you're out there by yourself and you're playing it and you're just thinking, you know, just for yourself, for your own, um, you know, to move yourself forward in the game. But the fact that they're working together as a group, you know, and they're discussing and talking all it all out and taking time to really 
say, okay, plan A, plan B, plan C, what's the effective way to use this? That's why it's working so well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, God, I can't, I don't even know where to begin because this is such a good season. I love the whole David and Goliath theme. Um, it's just so crazy once you think the Davids are out and then it's like one, they're, they're back and they're fourth and they're back and their back's against the wall and they find the idol and they find this and they find that. Um, so let's talk about, because now that I had brought up the idols and stuff. All right, so we this past week, I'm very upset because Dan was my, my choice to win. I, I really like Dan. Um, man, can you imagine, Sandra, you're going up there, you got that idol, you're putting that on. I'm, I'm using the idol on myself. Then there's the idol nullifier, okay? Were you not blown away by the whole way that that was just perfectly just one after the other of, uh, the Davids and the Goliaths going I don't know, this one's got the vote. How amazing was that to watch? I mean, I know you're a fan as well. It was epic. It was it was really good. It sure was epic. But here's the thing. Dan can only blame Dan because Dan, even the first time around, you know, Jeremy found the stuff in his bag, but by then he had already spilled the beans to like two people. I know it was Karen. Mm-hmm. I think the other one might have been Angelina. I can't remember. That was way yeah. back then. And then here comes Kara again. They're reunited again. And what's the first thing he does? Tells her he's got another idol. And then what happened? She went and ratted his tail out. Had he kept that information to himself, he could have used, the, you know, although it was nullified, but nobody would have known that he had the idol. You know, it would have been trickier because now they're hoping he doesn't have it. So I think the fact that he let it be known to her and then she wanted to distance herself from him. Looking back on hindsight, maybe he should have never said anything about it, you know, because that's the thing. You can't just fall in love on minute two on Survivor and think it's going to last forever because, you know, you might be feeling some type of way about someone, but that person ain't feeling the same way about you. And on Survivor, idols are tricky because, the minute someone else knows you have an idol, that means your chances of getting to the end and winning are better than theirs. So remember, people want you to do okay, but they never want you to be doing better than them. You see what I'm saying? Very yeah. true. So he could just the he people. just has to look back and say, damn, I messed up the minute I trusted this girl. And with my heart, I opened my mouth. And that's what really screwed him that they knew, Mm -hmm. you know, that he would possibly play an idol and play it for himself, you know? The people Mm. that do the best are the people who can find an idol and keep it only to themselves, and that tells soul. But not many can do that. Yeah, yeah. And even with Christian, like, although I always say never tell anyone you have the idol, uh, even Christian saying that he had an idol, I think he did it at the right time, too, because Davey saved him last week. It's not fair if all of a sudden he pulls out an idol and he could have helped somebody else when the whole tribe collectively was trying to save Christian. And then for yeah. them to sit there as a unit, like I said, as a group, to move the whole entire group forward and say, hey, I have a nullifier. Hey, I have this advantage to steal a vote. And then for him to sit there and be quiet about it, it wouldn't have been the same. So I think in that instance, it was okay for him to say, hey, guys, I also have this idol in case we need to use it, you know. So I'm an advocate of never tell anyone you have an idol. But in this situation, I totally agreed with him having it and letting everyone know because had he played it in the future – for self-preservation, and they're still trying to move forward as a unit, it would have done more damage than good, I honestly believe. Right. Yeah, I mean, because their back is against the wall. They have nothing else but to try to do whatever they can for one of them to stay, because at that point the numbers are against them. But the other side where the numbers are not against you, and you know there's a lot of the same type of personalities they all want to win. They're all the strongest. They're all the toughest. You know, let let you guys get to the end and then spar against each other, right? 
But you're absolutely exactly. correct where the, the, the Davids played it correctly and the Goliaths are are getting outwitted, outplayed, outsmarted. Hmm. Yeah, well, and, and well, right now there's still a lot of people out there, so their chances of getting to the M are, are, are slim, so they do have to work together right now. And we've seen that. We have seen that. They're like the level six for any of you Big Brother fans. They are the level six, and right now the other side is the Faute. <laughs> they just uh-huh. themselves in the foot. That's so crazy. Um, okay, well, let's take the caller because I know we can get lost sometimes in the, in conversation. So let's uh, bring up a caller. Sandra, you ready for a caller? I'm so ready. Bring them, bring them. Yeah. Bring uh, okay. You better come with Trump and have... whoever it is. <laughs> <laughs> we have Jason on the line with us. Hi, Jason. Thank you for calling in. Hi, how are you guys? Hello, Jason. How are you? We're doing wonderful, Jason. Um, Sandra, you are queen, first off, the queen of all queens. And, Michelle, you're obviously the princess. There's there's no lie there. Um, So you brought up at the beginning of this that Jeff said that there would never be a winter season, at least not never, but, like, not right now. Now, is that because you don't think that there's there's enough winners that come back? Oh, I believe there's plenty of winners that'll come back. But according to what Jeff said, and don't quote me on it because I don't want to be a liar, it's just that there's, you know, for instance, I know they would want Parvati back, and Parvati just had a baby. So there's no telling whether she would accept to come back or not. Like she has a brand new baby. Um, there's other mm-hmm. winners where he says that the fans don't want to ever see them again, um, that are boring. I don't know if that's true. Um, and then there's other winners that have played two, three, four times and, and said they'll never play again. You know, you never know what the truth is until you start calling these winners and start saying, hey, are you interested in playing again? And then you can see, you know, where their head's at. I always figured, you know, we already have, what, 36 winners, 37? Yeah, 36, because you can't um, two times, but... Yeah, so there's about 36 winners. I'm sure you can grab about 20 if you have tribal 20. You can always go back to back in the day when we had 16 people and it was eight eight people per tribe. Um, but yeah. for some reason, and then I believe that there's more men winners than female winners, which, of course, um, I think you can still get eight or nine players. But for some reason or another, they feel, and Jeff Probst feels that, he wouldn't have 20 substantial winners. So, I don't know. Yeah, hmm. see, I, that's, that was what I was thinking, was the only logic I can think is the male-to-female ratio. Um, obviously, in Survivor, there's been more male winners. Um, but we see people like Sarah. Do you think Sarah would come back? Tina? Um Sarah Jenna? told me she would. Sarah, Sarah told me recently at Hearts of Reality that she wouldn't, even after she finished playing, and and I don't think she had won yet because it hadn't been shown on TV, but while the show was airing, she was like, man, that was too hard. I'm, not, I'm, I'm never going to do that again, but you never know. Once that call comes, and, you know, when I got off the island two minutes later, I was like, I'll never do this crap again, and here I am next month talking about, oh, Lord, I kind of sort of missed it. I want to go back, so... People tend mm-hmm. to say no, and then they end up out there. Like Tony. Tony said he'd never do it. And where was Tony? In Game Changers, you know. So I'm the sure there's people. Yeah. And, and even Boston Rob has said he'd never play again. He's already on his fourth time, you know. So never say never, but it just depends. It just depends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I Once feel that like phone rings. It, yeah. I feel like yeah, but I definitely guns. go. It's one of those things where it's like, it's, this isn't just a regular season. It's not like you're coming back as just one out of four returnees. Like, you're coming back in an all-winner season. Like, it's all or nothing. You're going yeah, up against yeah. the best people to ever play the game. Yeah, and I'm not Ooh. even scared. Actually, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, like, but, oh, my yeah, God, but just hey, thinking about it, it, how awesome care. it would be. Ugh. Like, you're going up against yeah, uh, people me. like, I imagine Richard Hatch would come back. Wendell would probably go. I could see Jeremy maybe going out. Um, I, I could see Sarah coming back if she got the call for an all-winner season. Yeah. Tyson, Tom. That would be Oof. epic. Um, 
Denise. Like Parvati, I I know Parvati just had a kid, but like she said, one of the only reasons she'll come back is if it's an all winter season. So let's say yeah. season forty, season forty five. It doesn't matter. Um, she gets the call. I think Parvati would come back. Oh yeah, because by then her kid will be how old? Six, seven. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, let's not wait till yeah. forty-five. Can we? Well, we'll do forty. Forty-five is <laughs> yeah, no, way cheaper. And just like Three Jeff years. has gone on record saying that forty <laughs> will be a big season. Um, obviously, because I'm applying and I'll be on, bragging. Um, oh, that's gonna be awesome, Jason. Remind me that we talked. Okay, Jason. But you know what? Yeah. I think because that that Survivor She's already working it. That season five. Yeah, I know you, girl. You gotta you gotta be, make alliances everywhere, and you can, but. Because that contenders versus the um, the champions versus contenders did so well, I wonder if it's something that's going to be along those lines where they're going to bring some winners up against maybe people that made it to the end but didn't win. You know, people that had what it to win the game. But I don't know if he says it's going to be epic, it will be. So well, no. let's not forget, we guys. See. We also have we can do an international thing because that's huge now. Bringing other um, from different countries, like they've been doing with Big Brother, they've been doing it with the challenge. But don't forget either that they made the announcement that now people from Canada can now yeah. play the U.S. version. So I'm thinking if it's not going to be 38, 39, where they're going to start doing some mixing of different countries and stuff like that, where maybe they can get mm-hmm. those couple more people and then do like the 40 as kind of like the winner's of different, you know, survivor seasons from different parts of the world. Hmm? Yeah, that that, oh, like, that I can nice. definitely see 40 being like Canadian versus Americans. That would be a fun season. Mm-hmm. So oh, Big yeah, Brother should yeah, do that, that too. Good. Ooh, One thing about Survivor is they always keep it fresh. They always keep their themes fresh and keep it exciting and keep us coming back for more. You know, they always seem to come up with some sort of theme, some sort of idea that that keeps us coming back and you know, they come up with these the twists are always good. I never would have expected it an idle nullifier. Ugh. But we just yeah, saw one. Gosh, that was so you aggravating. Know? Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. just the thought of it. I mean, when you find an idol, you're like, "Oh, I'm I'm straight. I'm going straight to the end like I could possibly win this." And then to have this crappy nullifier just screw everything up like that is the worst thing that can happen to anyone. Well, I know. The idol nullifier was uh put in because of Ben's like five idols in a row in his season. No, no, they're always working different angles and, and trying to introduce new things to the game. So, you know, because we've gotten used to the the idol having so much power, now it doesn't have as much power as it used to. Now someone could possibly have a nullifier moving forward. So that will entice people to keep their mouths shut about finding idols because they're they're constantly – the first thing they do is, I found an idol, you know, or they don't even hide it, you know. When I found my idol, I went right to where we take dumps into the little section that we, we called the latrine, and I hid my, my idol in there and pulled it out when I needed it, you know, like I hid it. You See, don't keep that's it what on I was going to ask you. In your stuff. I was going to ask you that, Sandra. So, you know, there's places that you can put it that you don't have to put it in your bag, right? Like, you know obviously not a tree that's in the signature of an S with vines coming out and all that, but you can <laughs> find a place to put it. And I mean, obviously, cause people look, but you can hide it somewhere that's so it's not on, on your person. Correct. Correct. You don't have to keep Thank it on you. you. Like I said, when I found my idol, Ugh. I, you know, we had a designated area where we would use the bathroom and pretty much the rules are always the same. You know, it is, and it started from back in the Pearl Islands, like, we went to our designated area, and if you're going to take a dump, you make a hole, you drop your load, you put a pile on top, and you put a stick. Like that, the person behind me doesn't come and dig a hole where I just took a damn dump, right? Oh. So then no one's going <laughs> to dig there. Come on. Why would yeah. you be digging where I just 
you know. Um, so then I just hid my idol over there in Heroes and Villains. And then when it was time to go to Tribal Council, I went and grabbed my idol real quick. And no one can take it from you. I don't know if, if, if you hid it and somebody found it, if they could steal it from you. I mean, it's still your That's possession, your thing. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the rules are, but I know that I hid it good enough to where I knew nobody was going to come digging for my idol. Like, who would go to the shitter to dig for an idol? Nobody. Mm. Uh, I go with yeah. I go with uh, Russell Hans. That my money is on Russell. <laughs> yeah, but even he was there. He didn't go digging. He didn't go digging in the shithole. <laughs> Do you think he, he was would there? <laughs> if that man had no, a hint about he it, he would go digging. No, because remember, at the same time, there was one episode where he was like, Sandra would never have an idol. Like of all things that could happen, I couldn't possibly find an idol, and I already had one. But you know. Mhm. Yeah. Oh awesome. man. Now, well, it's hopeless we didn't, you know, tell everybody your hiding spot with idols. So. Oh yes, Sandra, you mm-hmm. just you just screwed yourself. <laughs> oh, I People, mean, let them go search through her shit. Let them. Let's. <laughs> yeah. First, I gotta find another idol, and yeah. then you know, and then you gotta, you know what? Then she's I'll gonna be shit on top of the idol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's gonna be sitting by the side, watching people digging through her shit and laughing at her. Yeah, gonna be yeah. like, "Nah, nah, I don't need to touch the idol." I, yep, that's definitely an idol from back here. I ain't touching that. She's gonna be telling her cameraman, <laughs> "Could you get a shot of them digging through my shit for me?" <laughs> yeah. No, well, that's oh. the thing. The cameramen don't go in there because if it's where we use the bathroom, there's no need. Like, <clears throat> if if I'm going to to use the bathroom and I'm going with, let's say, Jason, I'm going with Jason, then I'm not going to use the bathroom because why would Jason be coming with me to use the bathroom so the cameras would follow? But if you're going into the designated rest restroom area alone, then there's no need to follow me because the only thing I'm going to do is use the bathroom, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yep. I, I, don't, I don't think okay. I follow, follow you to the bathroom area. I I'll let you do you. Never say never, Jason. Never say never. Hey, I, yeah. I, I love no, her as much as the next super fan. <laughs> I, even I got my space, my limits. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because it's not nothing good. You know, you're not eating and what little bit you have, it just runs through you. So it's not a good look. I'm sure it's not. Ugh. It's one of those hidden factors of Survivor that no one talks about. No, people talk Ooh. about it. It's just people don't ask about it for the most part. Like it's going yeah, to detail I mean, about it. To ask about it. It's, it's something like <laughs> super fans think about, and I'm sure like casual fans think about it, but no one ever really asks about it. Yeah, nobody. I thought does. you all just took awkward dumps. Yeah, yeah. Well, the problem with that is that anytime you take a poop in the ocean, it floats up. Oh, so a lot of people actually poop in the ocean. Yeah, especially, like, when you have the runny poops, like, for real, that's where you want to be because you can rinse off, you know? Yeah. Um, But then it comes back to, oh, my God, the fish we just caught, did he just eat your corn? Like, really? So, you know, because they give you this corn that no matter how long you boil it for, it's still not edible because it's for, like, animal consumption. Like, it's this hard corn. And you can boil it for two days, and that corn will stay hard. And it just you you just shit it out, and it's like fresh corn because it's still intact. And of course, if you I try hope to no one just joined us. There, <laughs> I can't wait to say my joined us. We're talking about some important shit here. Yeah, and, and all it does is just come back and get on your clothes and stuff. So yeah, like you got to be careful what you do out there. I'm going to tell my friend today, I'm going to be like, guess what, man? I talked to Sandra. I I talked to Sandra, two-time winner. You know who she is, and we talked about shit. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) He's going to be like, you wasted so much time. That's all right, but Jason, let's not talk about shit anymore. Do you have any more questions? Let's let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the game. So I I got a question about this season, and I'll stay to this season. All right, one more Um, question, Jason. Okay, go for it. Of course, love. So, my money is on Christian, Gabby, and Nick as the final three. Now, Sandra, if you had to Christian, pick the final wait, three. Christian, Gabby, and who was the other and one? And Nick. And Nick. Okay. I'm kind of, 
Nick's going to be the winner, Christian runner-up, and Gabby third place. Sandra, give me your no. one, two, and three. Uh, Davey's going to be at the end. Nick will never win because he's a lawyer. Lawyers never win, Survivor. They think they're too <laughs> smart. And Good point. And I don't see I don't see Gabby making it to the end either. I'm gonna say Davy. Nick could possibly make it to the end, but I don't think mm. he would win. And I'm gonna throw Allison in there. So Allison, Davey, okay. Allison, Davy, and, and Nick are my final three. And you, but I'm you're gonna say Davey Nick won't win. And I'm gonna say Davy. No, Davy doesn't strike me as a winner. I mean. He could possibly win. Who knows? But I'm gonna. I'm gonna, gonna go give by it the to jury Allison. too. We got to look at the jury I'm gonna too. Go, who's gonna be? I there. mean, you know who I like a lot. I like Alec. You know what? Let's do this. Yeah. Alec, Davy, and Nick. Final three. The win will go to Alec, and that's it. I wonder how they'd play that out with his whole controversy thing. That would what be controversy thing? Yeah, what controversy? Uh, what controversy? Wasn't it Alec and Kyra that was like spoiled that they were on Big Brother? Sorry, on Survivor. Um, before they were even on, they posted a picture together on Twitter, and they with like it, it said like "fuck." Um, can I swear? I'm sorry if I did. Can't. Um, yeah, no, that's okay. I mean, that's so okay. It, we were talking about shit for the past ten minutes. That's fair. <laughs> Just making sure. So you're yeah, saying that they knew I each other? I think it's that both said fuck Survivor and took a picture of each other before the cast was revealed. Oh, I didn't know that. They, okay, wait. Can I, well, Let's go back. Okay, so Kara and Alex knew each other before, or was the picture taken after? Because you know that these shows that they air usually about at least six to months to a year, right? Like this one's about a year old, right? So yes. yeah, sometimes they're in the can after, for a year or so. So after the season aired, um, they broke their NDAs because they met up and they uh, put, took a picture together and posted it on the internet with the caption, Fuck Survivor. Or sorry, Fuck caption saying the word fuck it. Yeah, so between the filming date and the release of date of the cast, they took a photo together. So they broke their NDA. But do we know that they knew each other beforehand? No, I don't think they did. I think they just met up after the season. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I don't think it's a big deal because I w- we would have known about it if it was like, the percentage of people that see that stuff or even that read the spoilers online when people put out, like, real information about what's going on before, you know, I'm sure the winner's already been put on the spoiler site, you know? But it's just, yeah. like, the percentage of people that actually read and look at that is so small that I don't think, you know, Survivor can't control everything. So, I mean... As long as they don't say, I believe, who they voted for, I think they, they will be okay. Now, if you spoil about who you gave your million-dollar vote to or who the winner is and they find out who did it, they can – it used to be that your your prize money was null and void. Like, you would lose out on your prize money, and you don't want to lose out on your prize money. But if they just wrote, fuck it, then I don't know. So, it doesn't, uh, that doesn't up- really say anything. Yeah. Reading up well, on it right that now. That just leads me to believe that they didn't make it to the end, obviously. You know? Yeah, that's that's why like seeing if Alex if sorry, if Alex can win this game and I believe he can. He's making the moves and he's getting the the uh social game. I don't know how he'd play out with that. Um Yeah, so they're apparently just withholding his appearance fee. That's that's all they're really doing. So, oh wait, this I, is I like a quick. So also. they're actually holding. Uh, I didn't hear anything about this. So, yeah, so they're holding his appearance fee. No, I want to start this off by is, saying that this is a TMZ um, thing. But like, if you Google Alec and Kara controversy, um, you, it pops up. 
Uh, I can no send shit. a link in the chat. No shit. Yeah, okay. I'm interested yeah. in seeing that. Um, because obviously something had to be said for them to hold the, his his fee or something, whatever, his appearance fee. I mean, well, and, is that and a he statement get that from Survivor? the finale show. That money, he doesn't get it until the finale show. So who's to say that he won't get it there like everybody else? You don't get it beforehand. You get it at the end when it's all said and done on finale night. So how do we mm-hmm. know they're holding anything because they're holding everybody's anything? <coughs> yeah. Yeah, like I said, right. it's TMZ. I can't fully trust it, but it seems to be legit. So then let me change. Okay, Alex I'm reading it on fan Survivor. I'm reading it on fan sided at- and it says Survivor thirty Survivor season thirty seven rumored couple reportedly breaks NDA. It's not just insider survivor sites reporting on the season thirty seven castaways. A supported couple themselves are posting pictures of each other. Though we do provide readers with reports from survivor insiders about the upcoming cast, we typically drop any interest in players based on their social media accounts. The show is just very a very small, especially public part of their lives, and even though they're publicly sharing the next step of their lives, pouring over each other, pouring over each part of it is exhausting and unnecessary. However, there is a difference between embracing normal life and holding an NDA-backed secret agreed upon in a contract. The bra- brazen disregard for secrecy has to not attract media attention, though, which is not the case for Alec Marlino and Kara Kay, both of which are reportedly part of the Survivor Season 37. So it is a TMZ reports kind of thing that says that they did post a picture of themselves, capturing the picture with fuck it, as such they further solidify that they are on the show and are at least interested in each other after the show is over. And okay, so they're a couple. What's the like? That doesn't determine like or tell me anything about who wins. It says yeah, yeah. If it just right. Says, fuck it. It doesn't say fuck it. Survivor. Then that's still two different things. Yeah. yeah. At first, I thought I producers heard that are looking into either survivor. possible legal action, withholding prize money, or both. Huh. Uh, that's TMZ probably said all that, and the producers are probably they're they're working on season thirty nine and forty. They ain't worrying about these two kids. Yeah, or they're scaring people as to say like, don't take it more than this. Like, be scared. We're gonna hold. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of probably scaring people to not do what they did. But I don't see anything wrong with what they did. They found love on Survivor. Good, good for them. As long as they don't expose anything. Good for them. I mean, I'm looking at the picture. It's a cute picture of them sitting in a library. Um, yeah, he's chucking up the peace sign. She's got her hand around him, and all it says is "fuck it." it you know, it, it, to me, I'm not looking at it and go, "Oh, one is a winner, one's not." Both of them, you know, didn't win. It that doesn't say anything to me. Where I don't see it being bad, but obviously they're holding the money. Right. Yeah, like I, I don't think it's gonna change. It obviously doesn't change the results, um, because that's too late. But like, I was just curious if it like affects anything. But I don't think it's going. It to. It says he's not, also been disinvited to the finale episode broadcast in which cast members come together and reflect on the season. We're also told an email was sent to the rest of the cast addressing, um explaining Alec had been punished and that others shouldn't follow suit. See, it's just a matter of strong-arming them to make sure that they don't do anything to push the limit. All in all, we suppose Alec should consider himself lucky that he wasn't taken to court. By the way, Alex, Alec has since removed the photo from IG. Yeah, so, mm. like, I can you imagine if he, like, is the winner and they have to like him? Not that I, I don't, I don't know. think he, he could definitely people, fight that. You know what? Other people spoiled a whole bunch of stuff, and they never got in trouble for it. I mean, major spoiling. So, yes. 
so maybe you know, or, or have done like, things that they shouldn't have done, and they they sit there at the finale, you know. So very true. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard about it until now, so I don't. I don't know yeah. too much about it. I don't know. And I don't know. That well, thanks for calling in, Jason. On my Facebook or anything. So yeah, thank you, thank yeah, you for Jason, that info, Jason. Bye, guys. We appreciate Bye. it. Bye. Bye. Forget. Take care, hon. Make sure you take all of Sanders tips. And you end up on Survivor. Yeah, hide it in the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, not in the sugar, in the shit. Yeah. But you know what? The sugar, the the sugar gate. Look, let let me tell you about sugar gate. Oh, so, I, I didn't even you. remember that I, I love did that you. until I saw it on TV. I'm telling you, I didn't even remember I did that. I just know that <laughs> I went back and saw the secret scenes, and I was like, I had one spool of sugar, and then I had another spoon of sugar, and the whole thing it was that you know they give you coffee and they give you sugar, but like I've said before, I like my coffee with milk and sugar. If I don't have one of those. I'm not drinking coffee. So when I did that, and I don't know, that morning I must have just wanted sugar. You know how that is. Um, And it was like once I took the first spoon, I couldn't stop, I guess. And (laughs) he would have never known it was me because here I am since day one that they got the sugar and the coffee, and I'm not drinking any of it, you know. So I was the furthest thing from his mind. And then after I did that to the sugar, I know Jeff uh, Varner came behind me and also um, had whatever was left in the sugar, but you know he had JT had this thing against Michaela. I don't know what it was. He just is like he couldn't even look at her, and it was automatic from the first day we stepped foot on that on that tribe, um, and we did that tribe swap. But he couldn't stand Michaela, and he just blamed her. You know she could do no right in his eyes, and so. We just let the, you know, we just let it go, and um, you know, we told Michaela that night, like Michaela, we're gonna say a lot of ugly things at tribal council. Play along, you're not going home. JT is because of what happened to Malcolm. The episode before Malcolm should have never gone home, and you know, JT had nothing to worry about. We were targeting Aubrey, and I told him that I said, JT, you don't have nothing to worry about. I know it looks bleak, it looks you know, terrible, but it's not five versus one. And even if it is, the one is Aubrey. We're after Aubrey. And uh, and then he goes and makes an alliance with Aubrey, and and he wanted to do what he wanted to do. And, of course, JT always wants to be brilliant. He always wants to pull these big, wonderful moves that never come out right, and it always leaves him looking like the dumbest survivor ever in history of the game. And so that's where that <laughs> happened. But I saw it on TV. I didn't even remember I did that with the sugar. I did not remember. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's it's classic, like, moments like that when you don't even have to try and you make sugar gate happen. And, and you know what? It's, so much is going. I know, right, my trumpet. So much is going yes. through your head. And, like, me, I'm always trying to, you know, what's going on, who's off with who, am I missing something, you know, you're thinking three days ahead, three days ahead, if I could just survive three more days, three more days, so I just didn't remember that, and I tend to not remember a whole lot of stuff until I see it on TV, because I'm just like, I'm somewhere else already, I'm three days ahead of the game, so, but Mm, but I do remember that tribal council, I just didn't remember the whole sugar thing. Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. Just, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have just studied you and gone back and just kept watching. But they, they can't. They can't pull a Sandra. They can't. They can, they can try. No. And you know what? My only is one so Sandra. easy. Like, I, I tell everybody, like, don't don't study too hard. As long as it ain't me, I don't give a damn who goes home, you know. I mean, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I do tend to care. But at the end of the day, I always say my alliance is to my husband, my girls, and, mm-hmm, you know, if when I leave this game, no one's talking to me, who cares, because it's not people that were in my life anyway. But you can't help to become friends, and you can't help but to trust people, and you can't help but to try to move forward, because you can't do it by yourself. You can't play Survivor alone. And so at the end no. of the day is 
whatever I have to do to survive three more days, I will do it. If that's my last option, then so be it. You know, that's it. And you got to be okay with it. I have tough skin. And when I get off the show and when I get off the island and I go home, I go back to my regular life, working eight to five, Monday through Friday, spending the weekends with my husband, checking up on my kids, walking my dog. You know, it's when I do interviews or I do, uh, you know, I go to a, a charity event that I'm Sandra from Survivor. It's not in my everyday life. I, I'm not thinking about Survivor 24-7, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I tend to move. I tend to, like, uh, what was I going to say, like, move forward easily, you know. Yeah, you I don't, don't, just, you don't hold I want anything against wrist. anybody. I survive. I, yeah. When I got voted off, I didn't go to Ponderosa pissed off at the world. You know, I wasn't upset at anybody. But then again, I guess since I had already won, it was different for me because, you know, I had never experienced Ponderosa before. Um, I would have liked to make it to the jury, but it was different for me. So, you know, a lot of people can't say that. At the end of the day, you'll have 19 upset people and one happy winner, right? But with exactly, me, I wasn't yep. upset, and I still am not upset about it, you know? Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to happen. I'm just glad that I lasted 16 days in five tribal councils, you know? And one twice. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. That makes it easier. You know, <laughs> that does make it easier. And you know what, though? I think that at the end of the day, you know, people are going there to win for their family or themselves or their dream or they want to, you know, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you go in by yourself, you leave by yourself, there's one person that survives. And if anybody holds a grudge to that, then, you know, it's it's one of those things. I understand Big Brother is very difficult, and, you know, it, a lot of people try to compare Survivor and Big Brother. You know, it's like 30 days in the jungle, and we're in a house with a roof over our head, and we can shit in the toilet, and, you know, but we kumbaya more. And so at the end of the day, it's they're all social games, but... They're all games. One person's got to win, mm-hmm. right? The game's over mm-hmm. when the money is given, and then you move on to the next. And then if you back on again, then, you know, you deal with it then. But, um, you know, you get to enjoy it. We've enjoyed watching you, Sandra, and I really hope that you get to go back on um, just so we can see, you know, how it, how you – if it is winners, you guys have all experienced the same thing. So what are you guys willing mm-hmm. to do? to get to that next step because you have, you guys have all won. So I would love yeah, to see that. So Jeff, if you're listening, listening, come on, let's make it happen, right? Gosh. Yeah, that's what the fans want. That's what they say in all winners. Let's just see who comes out on top. But like Jeff said, I, I think they've tossed it around and they've gotten no's from, you know, because they throw feelers out there. And like Kim, Kim, I believe, had two or three babies and, you know, there's a lot of people that don't want to leave their children. You know, um, Sarah, for instance, she said it was really hard leaving her little baby boy, and she wouldn't want to do that again. And, you know, she doesn't have anything to prove again. Who knows who will say yes and who will say no, you know? So, but, yeah, All the people that say no say I'd yes, go. and all the people that say yes, say yes. <laughs> yeah. But you can still, even when, when, when they assume that, that, you know, the survivors have evolved as well, even the winners. And, and the ones that are, are considered, like, boring or whatever, they already know this. So I bet you if they had an opportunity to play again, they, it, Survivor has changed. So you can't come and be the same person. You know, you've no. also evolved throughout the years and changed, and you see how the game is played, and everyone would step it up a notch. I know it, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what would everybody do? They would try something different. They would have to. So that's why it would be so fun to to see what everybody would do. Um, well, you guys have heard from Sandra, the queen. <laughs> <laughs> So we really appreciate the callers and everybody who's listening and who will be listening and who's still listening. All you guys are awesome. Uh, Sandra, thank you so much for just giving us everything. You're just amazing. No problem, Michelle. You know how to reach me. Whenever you need me, you just send me a message, okay? 
And Miss Terry, okay, was a and I promise I'll too, have fluffier right? pancakes. Terry, right? oh, okay, yes, yeah, yeah, fluffy pancakes. Thank you so much, Terry Pie. Maybe. Is that yeah. her real last Aww. name? No. Terry Garcia. <laughs> Terry Garcia, like a good a good bucket of ice cream. <laughs> Thank you so much, right, Sandra. Lady. And maybe maybe Thank toward you. the the end of Survivor or maybe at the end of Survivor this season, maybe you can come back and talk about how it all played out or something. We'd love to have yeah. you come back and join us again. That would be awesome. All right, well keep me posted. Michelle knows how to read. All right. Okay. All right. right. Good night. Take care, hon. Thank you. Have a great night. Bye. Thank you. I will. Good night. Thank you. Bye. I'm going to hide my sugar and my shit. That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. Hello. We just had the queen arrive. The queen stayed. The queen must go now. So, thank you, queen. We kiss your hand. We love you. guest. Yeah. She's awesome. And awesome. I know that. Awesome. And so are you for getting all these awesome guests on the show. Well, I am working on it. So I'm going to, I'm going to see where, you know, what's going to happen for next week. Cause I'm going to try to do a couple of different things, but I kind of want to stick with the survivor. Um, I'm, you know, talking to a few people, but I also want to try to see if we can do just a couple of other things. We'll have to see how everything pans out. Um, Cause I would love to have Kevin just come on and just, talk but I'm obviously not going to push it and I wouldn't expect him to call in and be extensive but I think just to let everybody know he's doing all right but that's just something I thought of but it might not be but you know um yeah I just know how the way Kevin is and Kevin will probably want to send you guys hearts and all that kind of stuff so anyway stay tuned we will keep you guys informed of how or what or where well we'll know where Manic Monday um but what's going to happen, you guys can stay tuned. Um, we'll usually post something up by the um, end of the week, um, by like Friday or Saturday, and then keep you guys in the loop through the weekend. Cherry pie, do me a favor. Say goodbye to everybody and close out the show. Bye, everybody. All right, everybody. Take care. Have a great week. And make sure you watch Facebook and Twitter. We'll let you know what's up for next week. Here's Ron to take us out for the night. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It's definitely a great one when you have a queen and a princess for the show. And princess, just bringing out my princess tiara. Excuse me. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Michelle. You take care. (laughs) Have a great week, babe. Ciao. Bye. Good night, all. Take care. Be kind to each other out there. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.